This is Denny Carruth with Chats from the Bridge. Today's devotional is Live Without Losing Focus from Start Living by Jane Samuel. Scripture reference, 1 Samuel 7.10, New Living Translation. Just as Samuel was sacrificing the burnt offering, the Philistines arrived to attack Israel. During the time of the prophet Samuel, the children of Israel gathered together with fasting and prayer and made a heartfelt decision to put away their false gods. But when the Philistine lords heard about it, they mobilized their forces to attack Israel. Hearing this news, the Israelites were terrified, but the courageous seer ignored the breaking news and proceeded instead to offer a burnt sacrifice to the Lord as planned. But just as Samuel was offering the sacrifice, the enemy showed up as they had threatened. But the Lord thundered against the Philistines with such loud noise that they got confused and fled. There will be opposition when you choose to do the right thing and turn to the Lord. But don't let that opposition cause you to draw back. Stand firm in your decisions for the Lord and you will see the Lord push back the enemy and defeat him. Stand firm like the prophet Samuel. He did not lose focus, but instead urged the people to cry out to God for deliverance. God honored his children that day by fighting their battle for them. God's word says the Israelites subdued the Philistines and they did not come anymore into the territory of Israel. 1 Samuel 7:13. What a God we serve. When we commit to him with all our heart and stand firm in our decision to serve him, he fights our battles. May the Lord send your enemies fleeing before you, and may they remain subdued and expelled from every area of your life. Here's the prayer. Lord, I am committed to following you with all my heart. Subdue every opposition that comes against me. I will not be afraid because you are with me. My eyes are on you, Jesus. Amen. That was Live Without Losing Focus from Start Living by Jane Samuel. My encouragement to you today is really in the simplicity of the prayer. Commit to following Jesus. Let him take care of the enemy. Don't be afraid. Know that he's with you and keep your eyes on him. Do you see that? Here's that prayer again. Lord, I am committed to following you with all of my heart. Subdue every opposition that comes against me. I will not be afraid because you are with me. My eyes are on you, Jesus. Amen. Simplicity. Stay committed to following Jesus. Let him take care of your opposition. You don't be afraid because he is with you. So just keep your eyes on him. And with that, I say, this is Denny Caruth with Chats from the Bridge until the next steps. This is Denny Caruth with Chats from the Bridge. 
Today's devotional is Live with Jesus in Your Boat from Start Living by Jane Samuel. Scripture reference Matthew 14 26, New King James Version. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Some things are made clear only after Jesus gets in our boat. The disciples who were in the middle of a stormy sea saw Jesus walking towards them, but thought it was a ghost and cried out in fear. Matthew 14, 26. Storms can disorient us. They can twist our perception. They can dull our discernment and destroy our hopes of survival. But we must be thankful for a God who walks to us in the midst of the storm. And even when we cannot perceive his presence, he is there, assuring, it is I, do not be afraid. When Jesus stepped into the boat, the unruly wind ceased and the disciples worshiped him saying, truly you are the son of God, Matthew 14, 33. This is what happens when his manifest presence comes into our lives. The storms cease. We see things clearly. We get a revelation of who God is. Our discernment is sharpened. We see with our spiritual eyes and not our natural eyes. Jesus wants to step into your boat. He wants to come into your life in a real way. His presence will make things clear. If you feel surrounded by a storm, know that he is walking towards you. Allow him to get into your boat. Your spiritual eyes will be opened and you will see him for who he is. You will no longer look with your natural eyes. He will calm your fears, renew your hope, and bring you safely to your destination. Here's the prayer. Lord Jesus, I feel hopeless in this storm, but I know you are near. Open my eyes to see you. I declare that I am safe with you. Amen. That was Live with Jesus in Your Boat from Start Living by Jane Samuel. My greatest encouragement for you from this devotional is to allow Jesus into your boat. Invite him in as he walks towards you. And there's a lot of different ways to look at what your boat is. Maybe your boat is the situation that you're in. Maybe your boat is your life in general. Maybe your boat is the same thing or very similar to the bridge. Yes, maybe. But taking that time to invite him in as he walks towards you is huge. Because you will see things so differently. Looking through your natural eyes, things are distorted because of the quote unquote reality, right? But looking at things through your spiritual eyes, the perception is through truth. God's word is truth. And even though we feel hopeless in the storm, 
we know that he's near. And if we invite him into our lives, into our boat, onto the bridge with us, then our eyes are open and we see things differently because we are with the spiritual one, the Jesus, our Jesus, our Savior. Could you do that? At this point in your life, maybe you're past the waiting. You've maintained your focus. You're moving forward. And then suddenly the storm comes and you become disoriented. And your perception of things is slightly twisted. Your discernment is dulled. Your hopes are destroyed and you're fearful. And then you see Jesus coming towards you. You have a choice. You absolutely always have a choice. So you can choose to let him walk towards you and pass you by. You could choose to allow him into your boat. Or you could choose to do nothing. This is Denny Carruth with Chats from the Bridge. Until the next steps. This is Denny Carruth with Chats from the Bridge. This morning, I am literally chatting to you from the bridge. I'm at a bridge in my neighborhood that I cross any and every morning that I jog or walk in my neighborhood. It literally gets me from one side to the next. There's not a street that cuts through here. You have to go all the way around unless you walk or jog or whatever, ride a bike across this bridge. And I apologize for being a little winded because I've been jogging. This morning, I wanted to stop, stop on the bridge and do all those things that I talk about, to do all those things and consider what a bridge means. It's a place to pause, which is what I'm doing right now, just taking a pause from what I was doing previously, to think, to ponder, and also to rest because I have been jogging. (laughs) There's a little rest for me here. But also in life, this is a rest time for me, I believe. It's also a place to reflect and express gratitude. And that's what I'm doing this morning because, well, I'll give the details in just a bit, but I'm so grateful to look back over the past 17 years and consider and express gratitude for all the many times I've crossed over this bridge, gone down this path, worked over here with clients, stopped with them to exercise, stopped with them to coach them. This is an amazing, amazing place, and I wanted to reflect on that. It's also a place 
to hear God. Many times when I've been praying for something, seeking something, wondering, asking, fearing, questioning, (laughs) crossing this bridge is so representative of what is next. There's something next. There's something on the other side. I can get over it, get across it, live it. And so, crossing the bridge allows me to just open my heart and my spirit and hear from God. Here are the details. As some of you know, we've been in a waiting pattern, a holding pattern, a waiting period for quite some time. And just one of the things we've been waiting for is to sell our home. Well, a couple of days ago, that happened. Yes, that happened. We received an offer not far from what we were asking. We chose to meet them halfway. Wasn't very much, but I don't know. It's that point of attachment, right? Anyway, they accepted. And so, I believe it was Thursday night, we signed the contract. The wheels are turning. The process has started. And as I cross this bridge today, I wonder how many more crossings I'll be able to get in before we leave this neighborhood. And it's not like I can't come back if for no other reason than to park and, and hit the path, right? But as far as this place being my home, this bridge being a part of my life, those are memories. In a few days, it'll be the past, but I can stop on any bridge and reflect on not only the past 17 years, but this moment right now as I speak with you on Chats from the Bridge. I'm still waiting. There are other things in our life that is changing. So there's still some waiting that's going on, but getting past this brings more hope. Why? because I stopped to express gratitude. So I'm gonna keep walking so that I can fully cross the bridge. And may I encourage you this morning, when you're in the waiting, do it from a bridge, whether it's physical or just mentally on a bridge. To pause, to rest, to reflect and express gratitude, to hear God, and most importantly, to put you in a position to keep walking, cross that bridge, and get to the other side. This is Denica Ruth with Chats from the Bridge until the next steps. This is Denny Carruth with Chats from the Bridge. Today's devotional is Live Passing Through from Start Living by Jane Samuel. 
Scripture reference is Psalm 84, 6, New Living Translation. When they walk through the valley of weeping, it will become a place of refreshing springs. Just like any other year, we began a particular new year with promise, hope, and expectation. But it turned out to be a year of unwelcome surprises and challenges. Our home flooded, our son broke his arm, and my mom passed away, all in a span of five months. It felt like we were passing through the valley of weeping, and it looked like we would never get out of it. But we held on to God's word that declares that the valley of weeping is for passing only. And as we walk through this valley, it becomes a place of refreshing springs. Did you notice the words, walk through? The valley is for walking through only, not permanent dwelling, but it is only when you walk through it that you make it a refreshing spring. That refreshing spring will become a blessing for you and the next person who walks by it. I would choose a refreshing spring over a tearful valley any day, wouldn't you? Are you going through a tough season? Know that it will not last forever. God wants you to pass through every valley successfully. Don't settle there. Come out on the other side victorious. Make it a pool of blessing for someone else. Here's the prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for walking me through this valley. I am not alone because you are with me. Help me get to the other side and leave a blessing for someone else in the process. In Jesus' name, amen. That was Live Passing Through from Start Living by Jane Samuel. When I read this devotional, it reminded me so much of the bridge, right? The bridge. If we could look at our own personal valley of weeping as a bridge, my gosh, look how, look how the, the perspective changes. We just need to keep walking. We just need to keep walking. And sometimes when we do that, if you think about it, how we walk through our valley becomes a testimony to someone else. And not only that, this scripture says that it becomes a refreshing spring. Now that may be hard to grasp, to think, really, this thing that I'm going through, this tough season, this valley of weeping, this challenge, this waiting, right, that I'm going through could be a refreshing spring for someone else? The answer is yes. Because it's from you coming through it, you walking through it, you getting to the other side becomes a testimony and a safe place and a refreshing spring for someone else. Now, does that encourage you to keep walking? Knowing that, first of all, God is with you. Secondly, you will get to the other side because you're passing through, right? And then also to know that you are making a beautiful, refreshing place for someone else. That's a powerful thought process. So, so powerful. 
To ask him to help you get to the other side and leave a blessing for someone else? Think of that prayer. Take just a moment and either reflect or even think of today, what you're going through, either what you have gone through or what you're going through right now, or maybe even what you see coming up that's not avoidable and you've got to get through it. What would it look like for you to put on the lens of perspective that shifts your trial to someone else's blessing? I mean, really. God, if you get me through this, I know not only will I be blessed, but someone else will be blessed in the process. Oh my gosh. How many lives can you touch by passing through? How many people will be able to take advantage of the refreshing spring by you getting to the other side? How many hearts will be made glad? Think about that. Because of the challenge, because of the valley of weeping that you are going through. So my encouragement for you today is to look at your valley of weeping as a bridge, as a crossover, a passing through that then becomes a refreshing spring, a beautiful place, maybe even a place of rest and restoration for someone else. Now, I don't know if you have children or not. I do. I have three and they're all adults. But as parents, we think, oh my gosh, I would go through anything to make life easier for my child. There's not much that I won't put up with, tolerate, bear, so that life is easier for my children. This is the same. If we live passing through knowing that us getting to the other side, us sticking through it, us counting on God, us walking through with Him, will leave a blessing for someone else. Wow. And we know this for the most part, right? We know that our lives can be a testimony to help other people. But many times we don't think about it until we've we've come out on the other side. So my encouragement, my challenge for you today is to walk through your valley of weeping with the mindset that you're doing so will create a refreshing spring for someone else. And that the only purpose of that valley is for you to pass through it. Whatever that looks like, whatever it is along the way, whatever the victory is on the other side, it's there for you simply to pass through it. And all that you will gain in the process is not just for you, but for someone else. Oh my goodness. I challenge you to approach this next bridge, this next season, this next valley of weeping with the perspective of blessing someone else.
This is Denny Caruth with Chats from the Bridge. Until the next steps.